0: Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Peter Lynch. Peter is a coach and a speaker and a dad. Welcome to the show, Peter.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So I'm glad to, ha- to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. It's such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from?
1: Yeah, Uh well, I've always. Where am I? Also, we'll start with where I'm from, uh, because that's always kind of changing, <laughs> mostly in the sense that yeah, I've tra- I I grew up traveling around a lot, and here I am traveling around a lot again. We're doing uh, my family and I we packed up about a month and a half ago, doing this kind of digital nomad lifestyle. So, calling in on this one from Florida, we're in between locations right now, so uh, getting a getting some good Wi-Fi here at a good good spot. But um, yeah, I am. You know my the just been a journey and life's been a journey. And it's led me to this place of wanting, you know, uh, I mean, it's given me these skill sets and it's given me the desire that's always been there to really just work with people on the on the journey of personal transformation and how that applies to also entrepreneurship and business and sales and marketing. And uh, so always kind of exploring the overlap of all those things as I travel around the country and wherever else I happen to be.
0: I love it. Now, what inspired you to become a coach and a, a speak all over the world?
1: Yeah, well, I haven't spoken quite all over the world yet, so we're working on that. Let's uh, let's plant those seeds. Amen. Um, but uh, yeah, inspiration to be a coach—you know—it's like it, it's one of those things where it, it, I think it's just always been there. I really look at it as calling. You know, there's there's always been that calling on my heart to to serve others and, and to and to see others and to see others succeed. You know, at a, in a in a meaningful way. Uh, to, to, and I think I know that that's also come through my own journey, my own struggles, my own challenges, my own limitations, coming up against my own limitations in such, you know, so just viscerally, a lot of times, feeling so stark, feeling so trapped within my own self, within my own experience, within my limitations, and just desperately looking for what is the practical way forward. How do you achieve personal transformation so that you can live your dream, so that you can live your purpose, your calling? Because I believe fulfillment is found in the pursuit of your purpose, the pursuit of your calling, right? So that dream is something there that's planted within us. I believe that's what we are meant to accomplish in this life, what we are already equipped to accomplish, right? But if you're not able to tap into your own potential that's already there waiting for you, but so many of us carry... Conditioning, we carry wounds that prevent us from fully stepping into and living our true full potential, and that—that that was the thing that I—I I dealt with for myself, and I observed in others, and so just moved into coaching because it just there was there there, I couldn't not. Well, I think ultimately I wasn't I didn't just wake up one day and decide, hey, I want to be a coach. I just always felt drawn to it, magnetically drawn to. I need to be helping others with what I found for myself. And it's been my greatest joy is to watch that transformation unfold for others. The aha moments that aren't that I don't you know, it's a funny thing, too, as a coach, like I don't really even I, I don't take credit for. I don't feel like I have any credit to take. They are the ones who achieve the transformation. I am honored and privileged to be part of that journey, part of the process for them as a facilitator. So long answer.
0: <laughs> I love it. Now, what were some of the challenges that you faced as a business owner and launching your business?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um, all everything. <laughs> I, as you said at the start, I'm a dad, so I mean, I, uh, my, da- my first business, I got started when my daughter was six months old, and the last situation, I had just gotten so fed up with the situation, fed up with working so long, working so many hours, not making enough, and being exhausted every weekend, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go do my own thing, so I went and started doing my own thing, and very quickly realized just how many challenges there are to running a business, and what a completely different and unique uh, skill set is, it is ju- entrepreneurship. And within entrepreneurship is marketing and sales. And those are two unique things too. So it really just sent me on a deep dive of what is all that because I was very challenged. I felt very, but that's, that's really what, um, that's really what, uh, sorry the eye candy of some sports cars passing by always catches me this 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 guy I don't have my own sports car yet, but I tell you what I love him. Uh, anyway, so uh, the biggest thing though that I ran into in that journey of trying to tap into you know especially sales was I felt so I felt so stuck internally. And when it came to making money, making more money, and I started getting big contracts, I was paid $20,000 to travel around the country at one point doing some work for some for some uh, high-end uh, luxury retail stores, but I felt guilty. I felt, you know, and so when I went to make more money, I was always challenged and there were all these intangible problems that I was running into. So that really became the biggest challenge. And that was a huge formative part of my journey of that personal, the internal work, because what I came to see and experience firsthand was the ceiling of your success, your uh, your your professional success, is your personal development. And the ceiling, the cap to your personal development is your willingness to face yourself.
0: I love it. The willingness to face yourself. Write that down, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Very powerful. <laughs> now, Peter, how did your faith play a role in you overcoming those challenges that you face as a business owner and launching your business?
1: You know, yeah, it's... It, everything you know on so many in so many ways it was everything but also uh interestingly because so growing up growing up just as a believer growing you know i always had i i did also actually carry a struggle though there was almost a limitation having grown up with uh you know with belief in in jesus which was that i kind of had this mentality that if i just said some prayers i was going to be okay and waiting on a miracle but so what really what really anchored in for me at a deeper level and actually trans like changed my, took my faith to a real place. Cause I really definitely went through some, some crises of faith, especially in entrepreneurship as things were falling apart and I was coming up against myself and just feeling like I can't, you know, I can't do this. I feel stuck. And I, you know, and I was praying for answers and, 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 and it was through there that just something happened of just this realization that it's up to me to take up my cross. You know, that Christ is there calling me, but it's up to me to take up my cross every day and follow him. And in doing that, I tapped into, I, I received more. And, and so it's like I always live by, you know, I always live by that I'm there for the grace of God go I that the only reason I'm here is by God's grace, that I'm not capable of anything outside of God's grace. God's, You know, it's like it is It is the Holy Spirit that uplifts and sustains me and carries me through everything. And yet there's all, you know, it, 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 without diminishing that at all there's, all, there's that absolute personal responsibility and accountability. And that's what I was lacking before taking this journey of entrepreneurship and going into that and taking ownership, kind of having to stand in the fire. Is kind of how I felt. It's like I lit a fire. I've got to stand in it and it's going to burn me. But as it burns and passes over, it's like the, that parable of gold being purified in the furnace, you know, and the impur- impurities rise to the top and then they have to be scraped away. And that's God's work. But I am involved in it. So it was actually a beautiful, transformative experience for me where I got to actually, fe- you know, realize my role in it was active. I'm not passive because that was really the problem within me was that I had a very passive waiting for kind of mentality. I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm waiting for a miracle to come save me. But the miracle is that I have been given the will and the, and the capacity and the, you know, ability to take action, to create the space, right. To allow God's grace to act. Right. So it's like, it's, it's never, I don't take credit for what happens because ultimately that's God's work. But there is that beautiful place of like that I get to be actively par- participant in that so
0: and when we let go and let God we, we need to trust huh. him correct
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, of just like surrendering even my own will, because, you know, when we come into entrepreneurship and set our business goals and our personal goals and our, you know, even our personal growth goals of like, I want to be this kind of person and I want to act this way. And I want to kind of like be more confident and all these things, you know, which was a big deal for me. I wanted to be more confident so I could sell and I could promote what I'm doing and all these things. But what, but what, yeah, once he, I mean, spot on, it's like, when I just surrender, which is a day-by-day challenge for me. But when I truly surrender, that's when, that's when I you know, then, then life unfolds in front of me in a more beautiful way than I could ever imagine, right? And so it does come down to a challenge of faith, which is a daily walk. Do I have faith that God has my best interest in hand and is unfolding a better path for me than I could ever envision or create for myself? And am I willing? Do I have, or will I allow my, or will I succumb to fear? So I have to face myself every day. Am I succumbing to fear? Am I afraid that, well, what if the finances don't work out? Because I don't understand this plan, this calling, this direction to go here and do this when I feel like, well, I should do this because it makes more sense. You know what I mean? Or I should do this because that's what I want. But sometimes, but again, when it comes down to taking up your cross, it's not what you want, it's what's right it's what's best it's what you know because the cross taking up the cross has everything to do with sharing your gift with the world right so fulfillment also another aspect of fulfillment is it's found in sharing your gift with the world you know we talk about what are you passionate about so the interesting thing is the word passion means willing to suffer right so we talk about the passion of christ when it comes to the cross you know the crucifixion that means willing to suffer for us for, our, for, for all of us, right? That's love. That's what love means, is the willingness to suffer. So if I'm passionate about something, as an entrepreneur, we talk about being passionate about our, you know, our, 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 our product or our service or whatever we do. Are you willing to suffer for it? If you are, that's your cross, you will t- because you will suffer for it. But as you are lifted up on that cross, that's when you experience p- fulfillment and transformation, because something takes place that is beyond you and greater than you, that you are an active participant in, but it also goes far beyond any of my own capacity, right? If it was just up to me, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be much. But things happen that are so far beyond me what I'm willing to surrender and take part in the in the process and and suffer for it. Right. What am I willing to suffer for? Because we're all going to suffer for something. So it's about that. full and, and in that product, that was what I was saying. The gift. Right. Gift is meant to be given. Right. That's one of the things we, we talk about. Look, what is your gift? Right. What's my gift? Well, I have a gift for I have a gift for the gap. Right. I, I have a gift with words, but it's not for me. I mean, I could sit and talk to myself all day. And I use that example because it's a little silly, but I mean, it makes, you know, it fits. Like, what's your gift? Say you got a gift with numbers, with math. And what are you going to do? Crunch your own numbers? You know, if I got the gift of the gab, what am I going to do? Sit and talk in the mirror? I get pretty bored of talking to myself. I don't like listening. So I'd rather have somebody else listen. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Right. But I mean, ultimately, it's like if I've got a gift, it's meant to be given. It's not meant to be hoarded. It's not me. So your gift isn't for you. So if you're struggling with that sense of what's my calling, what's my purpose, what's my gift. It's how can what how where do you add the most value to others? And if you don't know, then go ask the people around you. Hey, what is my gift? Because they'll see it better than you do. But your gift is also your cross, because the the gift is that which is going to is is that passion, right? Entrepreneur also means he who is willing to carry the weight, right? So it's if you're a passionate entrepreneur, you're willing to suffer and bear the weight. Of what you are trying to accomplish in the in the world, which I believe is something beautiful and important and powerful. But, you know, I really believe that entrepreneurs are the ones who change the world because entrepreneurs create opportunity.
0: So. Amen. Very powerful. Now, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, Peter, what would you tell someone who is going through a challenge right now or is looking to launch a business and has faced several obstacles and has chosen to give it up?
1: oh man, Oh, don't say that. That just breaks my heart. (laughs) Don't give up because you're worth it. You know, number one right there. It's like, you know, that's another thing of like, I think we are afflicted with kind of a a cultural and uh, epidemic of a sense of uh, a struggle of self-worth. What is my value? And we try, we make the mistake of trying to find our value in what we do or try to find our value in something external. And the truth is that your value is in who you are. You know, right? You have intrinsic, inherent God-given value just in who you are. So don't give up because you are worth it, right? And whatever is there within you, that dream that is that is longing to be brought forth, to be realized, it matters, right? That word matter, it materializes, become real. It matters. You matter. So don't give up because when, because you're giving, it's not just you, it's everybody who you influence, who you impact. You have so much to share with the world. So don't give up. Now, when you're facing the challenges, though, what do you do about it? Right? Because, yeah, there's that. Okay. It's it's one thing to feel motivated and inspired. It's another thing to have the, to be practically equipped with the tools to move forward. And that's where I would, I would get so stuck is between the divide. I had the inspiration. I had the, the, the vision, but I felt so trapped with where I was. And so that's where I want to, you know, the practical side of it. What do you do is, I mean, it comes down to the process of the inner work, right? Which starts with that self-awareness. It starts with taking ownership because, because that is where the transformation happens is when you stand there and you realize, well, if I'm unhappy with my life, my life is my creation. My life is my making because I have the power to choose. That's the number one place to start. I have the power to choose. I have the power to choose my experience of life. We don't choose what's happening around us, right? We don't choose what the political climate is, but we do choose our experience, our response to it. So if you're if you're unhappy, it's your choice, right? I, I, um, seek and ye shall find, right? It's you have exactly what you want that's the that's and it's a hard pill to so it's kind of the red pill or the blue pill right you get to take the blue pill and go back into the matrix and you know right but um or we make that trade it, it's it's there's always a bribe being offered it's like you can have comfort and all you have to give up is your own greatness all you have to sacrifice is your true potential and you can have comfort you can be comfortable it's not really comfortable that's the trick of it right it's a very uh, you know it's not a good deal but uh, uh, on the other side of it you can suffer for the potential within you and it does take suffering because really ultimately the greatest suffering we have is just the realization that i am not <laughs> that i am flawed i am weak i am not what i what i would like to think of myself as right i'm not perfect of course we all know uh, nobody's perfect you know it's easy to kind of Uh, write that off as something trite, but what what I'm getting at is that willingness to take ownership, face yourself, and identify where am I holding myself back? And then to be, so with that, it's like it's it's harsh. So with that, you have to balance it with some gentleness and kindness with yourself because ultimately what's going on is it's your own inner child who's carrying some kind of wound that's unresolved and just is asking for, it's just like a little kid saying, hey, help me. Help me. I don't understand. I need some help. And we have, you know, I've got two little kids. My daughter's five. My son just turned two, you know, and a lot of times they just have these emotional outbursts because something's going on and they just need, you know, my daughter just wants some attention. She feels disconnected. Right, she feels disconnected from me. So let's just use this for an example. She feels disconnected from me because because I've been worrying about things and I've been stressing myself out because I'm not surrendering to God because I'm trying to take it all on my own shoulders, which you know, and, and figure it all out for myself because I because my pride's getting in the way. So then that has ramifications that affects her. She feels disconnected. She just wants some attention from me, and so she's going to act out because that's what kids do. And so then I have the option of then I can get real I can get mad and I can try to stop it I can suppress it or I can sit there with it which is uncomfortable because what I'm really sitting with is the is the acknowledgment that I wasn't answering her needs and so that put her in a in a depleted state right where she's where basically I'm taking ownership that her behavior the cause was me so if the cause was me then I can be the cause of her good behavior, right? Of her, of her, if I, if I've created a void, I can it. I can answer her needs now. So it's the same within ourselves. So either we have that choice of either trying to shut it down and suppress it, which I'll tell you never works with my dog. I've made the mistake. I'm not, you know, right. I've made that mistake. I've gotten impatient. I've tried to just stop it. Hey, just be quiet in the back seat, We're driving. We just got to get somewhere. I need you to just be quiet until we get there. It's not going to work. It's just going to she's just going to act out more. Right. So within ourselves, that's this idea of self-sabotage that we run into. It's it's actually just inner conflict. And the symptom is self-sabotage. But you're not fighting yourself because your own internal being is not trying to sabotage you. Your subconscious mind isn't trying to sabotage you. We're not built for self-sabotage. You know, God didn't build you, build, create you to sabotage yourself. He he created you to accomplish your dreams and goals that are placed there by God. So that means you already have the potential within you. It's a matter of unlocking it. And the the self-sabotage is actually just the challenge or the crucible that you're facing along the way to unlock your potential. So that's where I just have, I just, I underline this heavily and I spend time on it because it's just like, this is the critical piece where this is the biggest challenge you run into is your own internal obstacles. And it creates this, this, this crisis moment where it's like, either you pass through it, you pass through the fire, And you get to know yourself at a deeper level, which unlocks that potential that is latent within you and allows you to operate at a greater degree of confidence. When confidence comes from the Latin root confide, which means knowledge or understanding, so that means you know yourself, therefore you have confidence, right? So when you unlock that confidence, you operate at a new level. But the only way to unlock that confidence is through the pain of dealing with the baggage and the pain and the wounding that you carry from unresolved challenges in childhood that form the unconscious mind, the subconscious mind, which is 95% of our life is then run. We're operating off of 95% past programming. So, and we can get more into how, how do you rework some of that programming? Cause that's where the, that's where the work continues. Right. But that's really the first step. If you're ch- facing these challenges and you want to give up or you have given up, it's time to reevaluate. How did I create this situation? Because there's a beautiful thing there. It's it's painful to say, I created this. But if I created this, I can change it, right? That's the power of it. If I take ownership that I am the cause of my situation, then that means I can be the cause of my transformation. I am no longer a victim sitting around waiting for somebody to come save me. Because I have the ability to take that action and be the catalyst of my own transformation. And by doing so, partake in the grace that is always available, that's always there. It's a cup being held out that it's our job to take and drink, you know.
0: I love it. Peter, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you?
1: yeah best place uh best place like we said you know like uh, my <laughs> apparently my main website unshakable.pro is not working and that's my bad because i'm not that great at tech so as we got popping up right there sleek.bio slash unshakable i know that one works and there you can connect you got the links there for uh so- social media and you can find me there at usually at pl himself is my main tag on social media so feel free Connect with me there, uh, uh, or just go to that uh, the Sleek slash Unshakable. I've got some links to podcast guests, uh, interviews like this that I've been to, and other ways to connect with me. And if you want to book a call with me, a fifteen-minute discovery call to see if coaching might be a good fit for transformation in your life, then you can do that there as well.
0: I love it, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check out Peter on all of his social media platforms, and that's at PL himself. I'll say it again at PL himself. And Peter, thank you again for being a guest on Welcomely oh,
1: Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a pleasure.
0: You're welcome. God bless.
1: God bless you.